This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole. We're happy to have you. My, me and my wife is here today, and we're discussing a controversial subject we found has been abused. But in Christianity, this we all came out of all different types of religions and cult groups and atheism and amen. But because of the fact Jesus said, Matthew 24 chapter, be not deceived, other words, being sidetracked off the pureness of what God teaches. And we're going to address this fasting, how to properly fast to a certain extent in Christianity, because all of us are subject under the leadership of the church that we involve in. Some of you do not be involved in a church, and you just utilize many different things that you heard from other religions. There are other religions out there, but because of the fact Jesus is our high priest and he is our king, and he had uh, went on and passed 40 days and 40 nights, amen, for our victorious, victorious walk in him as Christian. We are not obligated to do all of that now. We're not obligated to do all of that now. So we're going to start with Isaiah 58, and we're going to have uh, our wife, Sister Terry, to read that for us to about uh, six or seven verses. From, start from the first verse of the King James. The sins of the house of Jacob. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet. And show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Israel's way of fasting. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted your soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and exact all your labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast, as ye do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. God's Way of Fasting is it such a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? 
when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh then shall thy light break forth as the morning and thine health shall spring forth speedily and thy righteousness shall go before thee the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward all right we thank God for reading Isaiah 58 and here God's addressing the one of the God's his major prophet Isaiah how Israel how they address and how they approaching God and God say this is not through the prophet he say no this is not the way you come before me don't come before me and I'm going to paraphrase don't come before me amen with your own attitude and your own pleasures and looking to uh, ask me for things and you're not living right you're not doing right don't come before me you're arguing Amen. And you're fighting and you're debating against each other. Fasting will give you confidence. It will build your confidence in yourself and your mind. But don't go before God and asking God to hurt my brother, hurt my sister. God, give me somebody else's wife. Give me somebody else's sister. Amen. To marry. And I had, being a pastor, I had uh, the unfortunate prayer request. Somebody wanted to give wanted to marry somebody else's husband. Uh, you'd be surprised that with the prayers that goes on, that people come before God fasting and praying, they're not living right. We as Christians, we have to live right according to God's commandments. God's commandments. Uh, here are some of the things that we have picked up over the years. For myself, I remember... I went before God when I first started evangelizing and coming to Christ in the early 80s. And I went, uh, everybody I meet, they would say, oh, you, 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 you ministry now? Amen. Are you fasting? Sometimes I'd be just coming off the fast. In the early 80s, they had something they called a 12-day fast, 7-day fast, a 40-day fast. Amen. All about certain things, but not, but not prayer and reading the Bible. So when I went in my prayer closet praying, uh, calling on the Lord and requesting and talking to the Spirit of God and the Holy Spirit saying, now what do you want? And I jumped. I was so nervous and excited. I said, oh, well, he said, well, now what do you want? I said, well, they told me to fast, Lord. He said, well, what do you want? And that shook me. Amen. Ever since I learned that like Isaiah was saying here, God said he set a day. Amen. You can afflict yourself. Come before him. And like Jesus said, you don't come before God. Uh, you don't nod your head and wrap your head up and tell everybody you're moaning that you are fasting. You don't have no reward then. But when you come before God, there's a purpose. There's a purpose. Amen. Not just being religious that all these other Religions that you know being involved in that know you come before God for a purpose and the prophet Isaiah say you might have some heavy burdens heavy burdens and those that are in Christ you know we come to we come to the Lord we might have concerns about our family members concerns about our health concerns 
about the financial conditions and it has burdened us down. Amen. Not only that, but wickedness. Amen. I was having a con- problem with control in my temple because of the fact people would promise you things, they would say something to you, and when it comes down to where uh, you call them and ask them, they don't know what they forget, and you find yourself in, in a limbo between, well, I want to be a Christian, but I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm tired of these things. So the Holy Spirit dealt with me about that, and he took that away from me. Amen. I learned to have self-control. I learned to identify, amen, when the enemy comes. And that's what, uh, when Jesus was uh, fasting in the fourth, fourth chapter of Matthews, you find that when Jesus was weak, when he did the 40-day fast, uh, he was in the wilderness, he was doing a 40-day fast, day and night. Amen. The Bible says that when the tempter came to him, amen, uh, Matthew 4 and 3, and when the tempter came to him and if thou be the son of God, command that these stone be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every mouth, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Now, the devil, when he comes, and you know you've been fasting, and you see that you're weak, you repeat the word, study the word, be praying the word, and reading the word. Amen. You pick a day, a time. Nobody should know when you're fasting. Nobody should know that you're presenting yourself uh, to God, but you try to keep your mind in Christ. Keep your, 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 mental, t- your mental thoughts on Jesus Christ, like Philippians 4 was saying. Think on these things. So that way, amen, the devil have no room. The devil have no room. If any thought or anything come up, amen, you know it's not God. You know it's not God. You're not open up your spiritual world. You're not open up your thoughts to the things of the world and of the devil. So fasting and some of the points we made, uh, some of the points that we found, I found over the years, I want to share that with you. Amen. Amen. When people want, when you start fasting and you're around those that really don't understand, amen, study the word of God, you're going to learn what they know. You're going to do what they do. And some that don't really know about what fasting is, amen, it's a dangerous thing. How to, you you got to be very careful, amen. You need to drink water. You can abstain like Daniel did, amen, the Daniel fast, certain things they didn't eat. Amen. Uh, Ezekiel bread and Ezekiel. Amen. He had the Ezekiel bread. Amen. So that, there are certain things you can say, I'm not going to eat anymore. You're sacrificing it. You're giving it unto God. But if you decide not to eat any bread or any food, you must drink water. And it's okay. First John 5 and 7 and 8 talking about water. Water does agree with the spirit. Water does agree with the spirit. The body needs so much water daily. Amen. Consult your physician. Amen. The nurses and doctors, if you decide to do anything further, and if you're going to do anything further, make sure, amen, the Holy Spirit is one leading you, amen, to, 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 to fast more than a day, more than eight hours, more than four hours. Whatever you commit to God, 
continue. Continue. If somehow, somehow, I know the early part of uh, my life, I was fast and, amen, I go to work and I find out that's, the, that's not the good thing to do because when you open up yourself to all the people in the workplace, all the different spirit, cursing and lying and whatever you be around, your mind pick it up. You're trying to keep your mind on God. So find a time of day, a weekend or whatever, amen, uh, that you you won't be around uh, uh, ungodly people or weak-minded people. And I found that uh, during that time, amen, you present yourself to Christ and if you marry, do like Paul said in First Corinthians, uh, the seventh chapter, the third through the fifth verse. Have, uh, Sister Terry, read that for us. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath no power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband hath not power of his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. You have to let your wife know. Say, honey, you know, let's, uh, we're going to fast today. Uh, tomorrow night, amen, and we're going to put our honeymoon time to the side. And we'll be able to, we'll come back together at a gifted time. Amen. Don't be so caught up, amen, that you don't tell your wife, no, you are one in Christ. You are one. You're not two. You're one. Amen. Because when two come together they, and they become married in matrimony, amen, and sexual activity take apart, Amen. You become one. Your body become one. So that's fine. One weakness we find in marriage. Amen. Those that's been deceived about they don't need that wife know about anything. No, that's that's a, a lot of deception there. And another thing, when you you fast so long fasts, you will you get weak. David say I was I was weak. Amen. And when I, in my fasting, he said I become weak. So you will, and the enemy will try to take advantage of that. If you need water, you can drink water. You need to rest. You rest and have a prayer, prayer on, on your tongue and, and a petition to God and reading the scriptures. And when you come off the fast, amen, and looking for God, amen, to take that yoke from it, don't, the enemy will try, try to come back around through somebody somehow saying that you haven't lost, you haven't broken that chain, you have a, you still are bound to that habit, that way. If you used to steal, steal no more. Amen. Lying, Christians still lie. Uh, Paul was, uh, Peter was prejudiced of Cornelius. Amen. Prejudice, stealing, lying, gambling. Oh, I'm going to play the lottery and I hope that help my church. No. Amen. Break that yoke. Amen. Trust in God. Trust in God. And prayer life. Prayer life. You have to pray and get God's word. You have to pray and get God's word. Amen. Yes, it increases. Fasting increases 
everything that you need to be victorious in Jesus. We talked about the new life. This is the only way to come all the way into the new life. Spend time with Jesus. That's in the word. Spend time with God. That's praying. Fasting will facilitate this to such a greater level. You need to have your own prayer life. You can't keep depending on mama's prayers and daddy's prayers and grandmama's prayers and, and your best friend. Oh, she go to church all the time. I know she can get a prayer through. You have to get your own prayer life. So fasting and prayer become your lifestyle. That's how you change your mind, renew your mind. The only way to delete the old thoughts and the old habits and become clean through the word, spend time in the word, spend time with Jesus. That's how you get to know somebody. How can he abide in you if you don't spend time eating the word? He just said, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, that's the Bible. Read, study, dissect scriptures, pray. By the time you set up time, that's how you realize all of your time belongs to God. When you pray for more time to study and pray, you'll look up and you might start it out with five minutes a day. And you look up, it's been two, three hours and you didn't even know the time just went by because all of your time belongs to God. Fast and pray. Fast and pray. And Jesus prayed so the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And you know, he had a prayer life. Paul said, man should always pray and not faint. Prayer is powerful because when the lady would issue blood, Amen. Jesus, he was a man as well as God walking the earth in God's man. And uh, the lady touched the hem of his garment. And out of his, of his garment came the virtue, the healing virtue. So those of us that are in ministry, prayer life, help build up the spirit of God in you while you're reading the word. Jesus said, my word is spirit. My word is spirit and it's life. We want to touch on some of the uh, uh, points here about fasting. Fasting, number one, is not a diet. It's not a diet. Don't let anybody say, oh, you're fasting, but you ain't lost no weight. No, it's not. It's not a diet. It's not a diet. The weight that you try to take off of you, amen, is spiritual weight, ungodliness, amen, old habits, amen, that attach to your life some type of way, amen. That's why Paul told him, put on the whole arm of God, Amen. People, uh, the spirit, the, the, the thorns and the, uh, the, 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 the snares, amen, the dots of the wicked, amen. You know, a lot of dots we pick up not even knowing, amen, negativity, being around the people that don't really don't have that much faith. Fasting, amen, you must pray, amen, read God's word while you're fasting. Because you're cleansing, uh, Hebrews saying, God's word is sharper than a two-edged sword. It's a cut between the marrow and the bone. 
So it's a spiritual warfare that we're dealing with. And Hebrews, amen, talks about, amen, and defines, amen, the power it is in God's word. Amen. So studying the word, praying the word if you can, or reading the word, just sit around reading the word while you're fasting. Amen. By yourself. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Amen. In the 12th verse said, For the word of God is quick and powerful. Yes. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even as of the dividing as under of the soul and spirit. That's your mind and the spirit. And of the joints and marrow. You might have some things going on in your life and health. Amen. And, and God comes in and do an operation through the word of God. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Mm. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. That all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we have to do. Amen. Studying the word and praying the word, even open you send times. Amen. You just want to sit before God and God to cleanse you spiritually because you are clean through the word. In uh, St. John, the third chapter, Jesus told uh, Nicodemus, you are clean through the word. Amen. But he's spoken unto them. But also, the more you read the word, you go through your Bible, you don't like, you read a little bit of James, you don't like James, go a little bit of Ezekiel, you don't like this, you know, just bounce around until you, your spirit, amen, become a fool. Like David said, my cup runneth over. So fasting and studying and praying the word, praying the word of God, the Bible, the Bible. Yes, there are good books, but now you 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 looking to get more depth in the spirit of God. Uh, the third thing you want to be careful not showing yourself, Amen. That you uh, that you are fasting to the public, uh, having oil all over your face, olive oil wrapping your head up. Uh, walking around looking sad. Amen. Isaiah 50 says, the day of your fast, find joy, find pleasure. Amen. Amen. If you're going to be around, that's why you, if you're going to be around people that you know is going to hinder your walk and always oppressing your thoughts, don't be around those people. Don't be around those people. Choose a day. Amen. God will sometimes, the Lord will put you on a fast. How he does that, he takes your appetite. You will begin to experience that through the Holy Spirit. You take your appetite, amen, for a while, and you find yourself say, Oh, I don't feel like eating. And you should start praying and be watchful and say, Well, Lord, ask, Lord, what's going to come up that I need to be strong in my faith? What is it, Lord? What is it? All right, then the fourth one uh, we, we talked about, amen. If you're going to fast, get with your wife. Amen. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 3 and 5. Get with your wife. Let her know, honey, let's pick a time. We're going to fast. For what What problem? Finance, health, our marriage, our children, our neighborhood. Pick something. But be specific. Amen. This stuff don't beat the air it's because you want to fast. No. No, 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 no. Your body is the temple of God. Been bought with a price. Amen. So, uh, also, the spiritual fast, also, it helps you self-control. Yeah. Self-control. 
You might not have to say you can't stand. Oh, I can't miss a meal. There's no way I can. No, 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 no. Ask God to help you because it helps build. You know, if you ever watch the animals, amen, and how they get sick, uh, how they maybe have a dog, an animal, a cow, they won't eat. Amen. But they'll sniff around outside. They'll sniff around out in the field. And there's certain plants they're looking for. Certain herbs that they're looking for. Amen. Because it does, the Bible does, uh, the, the fasting is a health uh, purification. Amen. It helps the body to purif purify itself. And when they get that further uh, uh, enough that you have felt that, okay, it's time up. Stop fasting. That's why you need a physician a doctor to examine you if you want to go over a long fast. Amen. But when you feel that the body has had enough, amen, to drink, you're drinking water all the time, then slowly break your fast. Slowly break your fast and kind of soup, some liquids. Amen. Because you can damage yourself. You don't want to go to fasting and you find out after a while because the, what the body eat up the, the fat, fat, uh, the fat in the body then it go start eating on the lean part. And you don't want your body to eat on the lean part of your tissues and your organs. Amen. It can cause uh, health problems. And you're not aware of. Amen. So that's not the kind of sacrifice God wants you to do. Amen. Your body is precious to him. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. So when you begin those type of signals. Amen. Because you're doing it unto God, not unto man. You're doing it unto God, not unto man. Amen. So we're living, amen. You have to be living right. And you fasting and praying, you're living right. Water does agree with the Spirit. 1 John 5 and 7 and 8. Amen. There are three things that agree. Amen. And, and on earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. These are three agreeing ones. So water agree with the Spirit. I don't know about sugar. You want to sugar soda water. You can uh, withdraw from certain things you're going to sacrifice. So that's what a fast. I mean, you're sacrificing something. Amen. You give it unto God. But to help your health, water is very good to help you. But you still check with your physician. Amen. And get his agreement on it or her that it can help you. Amen. Living right, there are many people will come to you, say, pray and fast for me. Uh, come on and be a part of the fast. Are we going to fast 40 days uh, or 40 nights? We're going to fast. Amen. God going to move. How you know they're living right? But they know you living right. Amen. The prayer of the righteous, the Bible said, avail it much. Fasting helps you. It helps you to focus in on the positiveness of God builds your faith in you. Amen. Belief move God. Faith move God. But he wants you to have build up your faith. Build up your trust in him. He wants you to build up your trust in, in him. In him. Yes. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. We have to wrap our mind around the growth of your spirit and the increase of your faith through fasting and prayer, which that's the same thing that Jesus told the disciples in Matthew 17. 
when the man told the, the, Jesus that the disciples couldn't help his son. And Jesus said to him, I mean, how, how long do you have to be with me? Think about it. We're always saying, oh, if I would have been living now when Jesus was there. We have an example in the Bible of what happened when they were living and walking with Jesus every day. The many miracles right before their eyes. And look what happened. So every day we're saying, oh, I need a sign. I need a miracle. The Bible already said you will see miracles, signs, and wonders. Every day that you wake up is a miracle. Because we all know the things that we do to our bodies that can cause us to die any minute. So increase your faith in Jesus and your walk in Jesus, your talk in Jesus, your faith in God. That God is real. God lives. The Holy Spirit is real because he lives in you. He helps you. He guides you. Fasting and prayer increases all of this. Even to stop being prejudiced, to stop being addicted. The more you fast and pray and the closer your walk is with Jesus, your life will change for the better. You will find righteousness. God bless you. Thank you all today for being with us again. We're hoping that we have increased, increased your knowledge, uh, going to your Bible. Hopefully we're going to research it on your own. Isaiah 58, 1 Corinthians 7, 3 and 5, 1 John 5th chapter, 7th and 8th verse, Matthew 17, 14 and 20. Amen. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for being with us. We pray that, Lord, that your word would touch the minds and hearts of those that are listening. God, they would have to not be deceived. Amen. Because you're not mocked. You're not uh, falling after unrighteousness, but you are righteous. Amen. And you, your walk here you gave us the victory, and you haven't lost the battle. Now, we have to bless them now and heal them now. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you till next time. God bless you. Bishop Poole signing off. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it. And your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the Word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338. Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.